Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 553 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Agnes. And she writes, Dear Vidas, your advice is great. My dream for organ playing is to do some improvisation and to be able to sight read the score. For some practical reasons, chorales within church service, for example. I have seen your videos about improvisation on major and minor chords and rhythmical canon. These were pretty simple and I could try them. I got very inspired afterwards. Thank you about that. So answering your question, what is holding me back from my dream? Lack of experience for sight reading? lack of ideas for improvisation and lack of self-confidence in general. But I'm pretty sure uh, that experience, techniques and ideas I can get from you or some other smart person. So advice for improving sight reading and some more simple, easy, understandable improvisation ideas would be really great from you. With best wishes, Agnes. I think um, we we could uh, say that uh, some of those videos that I put on YouTube that I uh, maybe share with people uh, from my improvisation experience might be helpful, right? And Agnes is saying that major and minor chords and, and rhythmical canon are helpful to her. What can I say? Do you like major and minor chords? They are the basics, right? Yes, that's that's a very weird question. Have you ever tried to play C major scale? C major scale, but harmonized only in major chords? No, I haven't. But you know how would it sound, right? Yes. Imagine. Yes. It sounds very weird, but this weirdness is quite colorful. Colorful or minor chords. Imagine C, D, E, F, G, A, B, and C. Instead of playing only with white keys, you would play C major chord on the note C, 
D major chord on the note yes, D? Yes, yes, I imagine that, but since I'm teaching, you know, the <laughs> harmonic chords of a common period, it's kind of, you know, strange for me. I wouldn't let my students do that. I actually did exercises with them. We sang in three voices, soprano, second soprano and alto, I think, uh, for kids' voices. And um, we would harmonize the scale up and down this way. Or maybe I think we would sing a, an exercise, like a melody, harmonizing in major and or minor chords. That would be weird, but but they wouldn't protest. I guess that's why you are not teaching, you know, at school anymore. Why? Because of all these experiments. What do you mean? Well... Say the truth. It's not on the program. It's not on the test? Yes, that's right. I know. I know. Um, you know, but... Um, but what's on the program might be might be not always something that I wanted to do, you know. But rules are rules, so program mm -hmm. is program. Do we always have to live by the rules? Mm, well, not always, but in our work, I guess, yes. In our work, yes. That's a very particular school, which which really emphasizes the rules. Um, but yes, major and minor chords, that would be a very simple way to um, harmonize a melody, but creatively, not, not in tonal harmony, but something that would be weird. I think I, I've written a few compositions like that, in particular variations on the Christmas tune Adeste Fidelis. It was dedicated to our friend Paulus Grigonis. Uh, I remembered when he was um, planning his recital at Vilnius Cathedral and I, you know, offered Paulus, would you like me to create some music for you? And he said, Okay, you know, and I was so excited and created six variations uh, out of major and minor chords exclusively. And of course, they were too difficult for him and he didn't play. Yeah, nobody values your great ideas. <laughs> nobody from our close uh, circle of friends, that's for sure. But there are others who live farther away, maybe across the ocean. Uh, what about Osha? What about canons, rhythmical canons? Uh, she means, uh, Agnes means that it's not a, a direct canon, like, like uh, um, one voice would strictly follow another voice. Uh, by a certain interval or a certain uh, rhythmical pattern but but I mean that the melody can be similar similar but a little bit different intervals might be a little bit different but the rhythm has to be 
strict. Uh, just like uh, Frank would do, would have done, for example, in his some of his organ works. It's not a strict canon, but a rhythmical canon. Have you seen that? Yes, I have seen it. In many cases, I think that's a great idea to improvise on it. But of course, you know, if I would be a beginner improviser, I probably would choose you no know, variation genre. It seems, you know, the easiest way for me, you know, to to improvise something. You're right. Uh, canon requires more focus on two voices. And variations can be quite simple, less less complicated than canons. Although when you only have two voices, that's that's not too many things to think about, right? Two voices, right hand and left hand. And uh, let's say it's in 3-4 meter, and right hand starts with three notes and quarter notes, and then stops for entire measure. And at that moment, the left hand enters and plays three quarter notes. And then stops again, but at that moment, right hand starts to move, you know? It's like a dialogue. I know, but it might, you know, you might get bored after a while by playing only two voices. And if you are doing variations, one of your variations might be based you know, on that kind of canon. Yes, just one variation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If, if you do canons for a long period of time, let's say more than two minutes, then it's very difficult to to keep it interesting, right? Unless you spice up the meter or spice up the rhythms, uh, add more intricate combinations of rhythmical values, syncopations, dotted notes, even rests. Not necessarily all the quarter notes, one, two, three, one, two, three. Then the interest would be bigger. Of course, you can do more interest in tonal terms, right, Osha? You can you can add different keys, you can add different colors, which yes, might be yes, also that's interesting. Yes, possibility too. You know, there are seven elements of music, right, which generally comprise any tonal musical composition uh, composed up to, let's say beginning of the 20th century and after that it's it's more varied than that there are uh, various other elements involved in various other techniques when composers got beyond tonal, tonal style but uh, those those elements are what uh, uh, melody rhythm harmony what am i missing um Dynamics on the organ registration, uh, let's say texture, and then the seventh is form. 
those seven elements are inherent in any let's say keyboard composition or organ composition that we play today and if you think about each element separately and keep it interesting let's say interesting rhythm interesting melody interesting dynamics or interesting form then in general your improvisation or composition will be more interesting too yes but you know i wouldn't agree with this uh, sort of point of interesting form <laughs> i would say that clear form is better definition for me at least because what you mean by interesting by mean yes those are two different things uh, clear form could be aba yes three part form right with recapitulation Usually that's what I like about you know the piece of music that I can understand you know a form of it because if it's too interesting I might not be able to comprehend what it's about but what if 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 the form is complex enough but on the edge that you could still understand where the recapitulations are you know there is like there are maybe two themes which are recurring from time to time and your attention is drawn to them from time to time and you're not lost but uh, but besides that what composer does or improviser does inside of the piece is quite um, strange you know it's difficult to analyze but you hear some uh, thematic re- re- occurrences which you can recognize but it's difficult too but that's what I mean by saying it's interesting okay convinced but I think for a beginner improviser it would be you know too too difficult to achieve yeah the easiest form is probably to deal with ABA form where you present one idea and then present another idea and then go back to the first idea Strictly or in a little bit more variation, if you want more interest. Yes? Yes. And never underestimate the the value of improvising on just four notes. Pick any four notes and play anything you like on those four notes for, let's say, ten minutes and see what happens. Of course, try to keep it interesting. What else can I say? Um, you can you can say that I'm right. Can you say that? Mm, maybe not. Not today. Not today. But as you no, know, as Agnes talks about, you know, sight reading, lack of experience. I think she just need to practice more. Yeah, with time it will come, and she she acknowledges that. She simply needs to and focus on the now, not yes, on the yes. long-term uh, results which are not visible yet, but on today. And I think when she will practice more, she will get more new ideas. They will come up to her during her practice. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like eating breakfast. Before you eat breakfast, you might not want to eat breakfast. But once you start eating breakfast, you want more and more. Right, Osha? I don't think that this is such a good comparison, but, but... It works for me, because I'm hungry. 
<laughs> I haven't eaten breakfast and it's early in the morning. So, guys, I hope you will find this conversation useful. Apply our tips in your practice. Let us know how it goes. Keep sending us more questions. We'll be helping you grow. And now we'll go to eat breakfast. This was Vidas. And Usha. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, it has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vidas and Osha. Thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, Make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video How to Master Any Organ Composition and 10-Day Organ Playing Mini Course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.